What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the second official episode of The Iron Project. My name is Nathan. I'm joined here with my co-host, Nathaniel and Cody. Boys, 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 how are we? Good. Very, very good. Can I just say, I love your position right now. You should describe my position. Nathan, you are stretched out on a very large sofa. You look very relaxed. I, you know what, I feel very relaxed. <laughs> we all look so we, relaxed. We do, we don't we? We are open-legged. I don't know if... And <laughs> I don't know if relaxed for you is... Yeah, <laughs> I think you look kind of like you're in a weird yoga position, but... Also, it, nice it, Bunnings hat. It's a, it's a good point, though. Our legs are very wide. Yeah, just like... Too I feel wide. like that's... No, that's just natural. It's like natural. It's, Guys, it's natural for our legs to be wide. Well, not natural, but it's just relaxing. No, like, no, it, it's natural. You know? We've let our guard down. We don't have to protect ourselves, yes. vulnerable parts yes. of ourselves. So we're just no, relaxed. You, you do. <laughs> you really do, Cody. <laughs> Close those legs. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just I wanted to bring this up, you know, to your attention. I'm going grey slowly. I don't know if you've noticed. On your head. On my head. I'm only getting a few grey hairs, but I wanted to ask, should I fully embrace it or should I start Dying. No, don't start dying. <laughs> you're, you're, you're far too young to consider far too I find embrace it. So, when you turn grey, and I've looked into this, you become quite distinguished. Oh, yeah. So, I you're think... You're in a business Yeah, exactly. Too, so, so, I think by, by embracing it, I mean wearing polos and <laughs> Rough talking with polos. a French accent. Playing balls. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, well, I wear polos every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my job. And uh, I've got greys in my beard. So I've got like three or four yeah. that come yeah. on the I'll left. My the left hand side mm. of my beard here. Yeah. Um and supposedly if you pluck them, more come. Got, no, that's a that's a wife's tale. Well can you I've got a wife, so <laughs> Can you embrace it by dying it grey? Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, just go grey. See, Fern would hate that, but I, like, I just want to be seen as... like I, I want to walk into a room and people just stop and stare at my distinguished look. <laughs> and your monocle. <laughs> I uh, I want to go white. I hope I don't go oh, grey. Yeah. I hope I go white. Really? That's See, good. Dad's white. Yeah. So you want to go yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. It's probably what you'll go. Yeah, you will. For sure. You'll go grey first yeah. and then you'll go white. Bold? You no, I don't think so. Are you guys going bald? My no. my grandfather and my father have the thickest set of hair. Yeah, and I you're think safe. Jeans, you're, yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm safe. Cody? But, uh, Dad's bald. I think he was Granddad's shoot. bald. Yeah. Grandma's got thin hair. Mum's got thick hair. Yeah. Now you're going bald. <laughs> yeah. Just embrace it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's so weird. I always find it weird that bald guys can grow better beards. Like, I have a thick yeah. ass set of hair, but my beard is That's patchy as. Like my cousin Joel. Bald as. And same with Blair. He's got... He's holding on. He's... <laughs> Hope you're listening, Blair. Um, it's like Royce. And they've just got incredible... Yeah, like Royce. They've got incredible, thick, full beards. Yeah. Well, what, what, speaking of bald people, this is probably going to be a bit, you know... <laughs> I probably shouldn't say it. Controversial? But yeah. They're either, like, super attractive or really ugly. Do you... Th- do there's you, no in-between. Do you think you have to... If you were going bald, do you think you'd have to grow a beard? Because you, you just yeah, look weird yeah, yeah. as a shiny yeah. bald You'd have to have a beard. Of... If you were bald you and gotta... didn't have a beard, like, you're just like an orb. Yeah. <laughs> you've just got to... You've got to embrace whatever style you you're going for. Yeah, you do. Fruit, 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 fruit of the week. Yeah. All right. So, I just Googled this. It's pretty crazy. And naturally, this crazy thing 
has come out of Japan. <laughs> naturally. Right. Naturally. Yeah. Like, there's some pretty wild things in Japan. Is anyway. that racist? Uh, no. Okay. I think it's fine. Let's move on. Okay. I do. They have wild things. <laughs> they do have wild things. Okay, good, like, it's interesting and people want to go there and experience that stuff. So, it's about a fruit, all right? <laughs> and it's, it's a cer- certain type of fruit, like a pretty luxurious fruit, I think. It's like about a cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a specific type of cantaloupe. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this wrong. If you're Japanese, call up and correct us. Um, it's a yabari, ah, yabari cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. And they're some of the most expensive fruit in the entire world. I so, am, I'm scared. A pair <laughs> of mean, these cantaloupes. Is, hey, like, hey, what's an average price for cantaloupe? You would you say? Oh, oh, per kilo. Four bucks. Seven dollars. Oh, yeah. No, Between four and seven. Under ten. Under ten. So I've got a picture here of these cantaloupes and they look pretty perfect. Um, but <laughs> these two melons sold at an auction for twenty three thousand <laughs> five hundred US. What? Yeah. And so like apparently in Japan they pay astronomical right. prices for all these different fruits. Like, they've got tattooed apples and, yeah, these yabari cantaloupes. I don't know. They're used as, like, a ceremonial gift. And I believe... I've, I think I've read a similar kind of article. And I've actually read that these cantaloupe foot rub. They rub your feet. <laughs> what? For no, you. For 23 grand, you hope they do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Something's been happening at home. I think you might be able to attest to this. I <laughs> oh, know. Um, so we're, we're all newly married, yeah. Uh, and so for us as, I don't know, people that have never lived with other people before, it's a bit of a bit of a weird change. Anyway, for me, Steph's been doing something wild that I just don't know how I feel about it. And I want to see if I'm the only one in this strife. <laughs> but <laughs> it's nothing bad. Uh, but when we go to bed... Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm very scared. <laughs> so do you guys have sides of the bed? Yes. What side's your bed? Nat seems like he's about to agree with uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Or disagree. Do you have... You have a side of the bed, Kate? Yeah. Left. Left. I do. Left. Left. Cool. So, Steph thinks it's fun every now and then to just pick whatever side she wants. Like, I'll just go to bed. And then I, I walk into the bedroom. Steph's just on my side. And she's like, this is where I'm sleeping tonight. That cannot happen. <laughs> it shouldn't. Why not? Because I don't like not. it. I don't agree with it. Because she, you have a side. But she likes to mix things up. Yeah, but we're creatures of habit. Yeah, but like, I do that as to like annoy Kendall. I'm like, oh, I'm sleeping here tonight. And she'll be, and she'll be like, get off. <laughs> Steph just does it purely, I think she just, I don't know, wants wow. to spice things up. Wow. That's crazy. But what about her bedside table? Well, where's her medication? Ha- she still has her... <laughs> <laughs> Top five movies, boys. Talladega Nights. 100%. <laughs> Hands down. All five. Oh, no. maybe three and four. Can it's I definitely in the top ten. Oh, that covers two. <laughs> it's got to cover two. It's that big of a movie. All right, well, you're putting that three and four, so it's not even up there in the top five. So what? Oh, look, there's other movies. Two? Well, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm for Hot Rod. Yeah. Hot Rod's a good movie. That... It's just quotable. Well, uh, not for quotable. everyone. Like, probably like normal people are kind of like... Normal people haven't watched it. I don't get it. <laughs> but it, it's our exact humour. Oh, yeah. That and Anchorman. Oh, oh Anchorman's yeah. good. Yeah. All right, here's my list. All right. Anchorman, number two. Ooh. Number three and four, <laughs> Talladega Nights. Yep, 100%. Yep. Five, Hot Rod. Yeah, okay. Number one, Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Yep. Safe. It, it's got to be up there. Yeah. It's got to be. Mm. It probably has to be number one, too. Oh, it has to be. If it's not, are you a Christian? 
That's probably something I, we can talk about in another podcast. My concern about your list is Anchorman. I would rate definitely number two as higher than Talladega Nights. But, oh, but Talladega, you've given Talladega, Killer, you've given Talladega Nights two movie spots. It's the same, double the movie it, it, it's worth So it. many good quotes. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. And you know, I can't explain why they get two spots. It just it makes sense in my head. It does to me too. Like it's yeah. it's got parenting skills in there which yeah. I'm going to use oh, 100%. on my kids like like what like for example um shake and bake <laughs> <laughs> no that's a joke but seriously like if you ain't first you're last <laughs> like that is such a good tool kids yeah, these first, days are like last. oh well done you come last no. like nah if my kid comes second they're going to like damn it dad I got a first. ribbon I'm going to come first next time, and it's going to push them to be first at everything, and they're going to be successful. I, I, can, just, I can just imagine Cody as a dad. Son, you're a loser. <laughs> I can just, but they'll know that themselves. I can see Cody as the kind of dad that plays basketball with his four-year-old just dunks on him. <laughs> 100%. I will be beating them at everything for as long as I can, especially like sons, because like once they get to 15, 16, I'm going to be, what, 40 to 50. They're going to be destroying me so I'm going to be making the most of it making videos so they know that I had trumps for a while yeah but they won't have any self confidence (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) you're listening to the Iron Project Podcast alright Faith let's uh let's discuss yeah it's a pretty um broad topic I feel it is very broad yeah not just for like one for us as Christians it's quite broad but then yeah in wider society it's even broader I think there's so much to it in the Bible about like salvation faith and then we're talking about uh, our faith as we continue going on in our walk. Mm. It was a tricky one to sit back and research, I think, because there were so many avenues that we could have gone of. Mm. Like, yeah. I had to text Nat halfway through this mm. week, sort of just being like, hey man, like what angle are you taking this at? Because uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a massive subject. And even like scripture like, and I don't have the reference here, but by grace you're saved through faith. Mm. Like we're saved through faith. So to actually unpack mm. what faith is, is just a massive thing. And we, we obviously won't cover everything here mm. and we're not claiming to know everything. But even this verse, I heard an awesome example of what that kind of meant. And it was grace. So by grace we're saved through faith. Grace is like God reaching his hand out to us. And then faith is us grabbing mm. a hold of it. Yeah. So we're not doing any kind of work. We're just kind of accepting what's already been been done for us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just a really beautiful picture that we're cool. accepting the promise of salvation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And there's a, a huge difference. I mean, I was brought up being told this lots by um, a teacher of ours, Dave Sutherland. There's a difference between faith and belief. Mm. Because, I mean, you even see, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jesus said, even the devil yep. believes. Yeah, like, yeah, belief is, oh, yep, okay, I know Jesus was yep. a historical figure. Yep. He, did, he did exist. He did die. He did rise again. Mm. He, he did do all that for people's sins. Mm. Like, and that's, that's one thing, but it's the faith, mm. like that verse that you read, um, it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. Yep. Not through belief, mm but through faith. So it's a very like, it can be super sp- specific like that. Mm. But then, yeah, broad again, because even the, the apostles asked in Luke 17, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of mm. mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and plant in the sea and it would obey you. Mm. 
Yeah, and on that, I was listening to a sermon by Tim Keller, um, and he's preaching on uh, in the book of Numbers where Joshua and the Israelites mm. come to the promised land, and God says, this is the promised land. He's just delivered them out of the desert after 40 years from the Egyptians, all that kind of stuff, and said, this is the promised land. So Joshua sent out these these um, spies or scouts to go into this land to just to see, to check it out. And they came back and were like, yep, yeah, this is the promised land. Like, this is flowing with milk and honey. Mm. And so that's, that's like the belief part. Yeah. But then they said, but there's giants and there's all these people and there's um, all these different tribes which fight and we, we can't win. So that's where, like, I guess they, yeah, believed in this deliverance, yeah, yeah. which God offers us and gives us, but didn't have faith. Yeah, I guess that they... Yeah, didn't have faith to go forth into that yeah. to really say, God, I, we, we understand that you've promised us this land, but for some reason now we're mm. scared because there's giants. And yeah. even though you've promised us this for this whole journey that we've been on, for some reason we don't trust and, and have faith that you'll deliver us from these, yeah, from yeah. these giants, these people of this land. Mm. Uh, and um, I've just got a verse here. So Romans four twenty to 21. He did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, Mm. but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Yeah. So it's it's exactly what we've been talking about. Faith is believing the promises of God. Yeah. You know, whether it's the promise of salvation, whether Mm. it's the promise that we can overcome sin, Mm. whether it's the promise of, of healing or restoration, like whatever it is in your life, if it's in the word of, as a promise of God, we mm. need to take hold of that. Yeah. And if we don't, it's unbelief. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And mm. and like I think the thing that holds that holds us back, and I see that in scripture. I see that with the with the Israelites is that the opposite of faith is fear. Mm. And so the Israelites they were scared of these giants. Mm. So that's what that's what held them. That's what held them back. And they 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 didn't have the faith. I mean, like we can still have fear and be like, all right, God, I know you're, you're sending me halfway across the road and I'm scared. Mm. But in that fear, it's what we decide to do, whether we decide to act out in our faith. I'm like, yep, I'm Mm. going, I'm scared, but I'm going. God's in control. Mm. Mm. That's it. So I've got a question. How do you get faith? Like how, 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 how is faith produced? Mm. I was doing a little bit of reading about this. Romans is packed full of scripture Mm. about faith. It's it's incredible. And I read a verse in uh, chapter 10. It says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, mm. and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So I kind of was, was thinking, as we read scripture, which is full of God's promises, mm. his commands, you know, the, the gospel, the Old Testament as well, as we're reading through this, faith builds. Mm. So it's through... Mm repetition of his promises and just reinforcing that in our lives that we build faith. It doesn't just come. I guess more just uh, with that, like reading his word, discovering more and more who Jesus is, who God is, this God that we serve is, and understanding more and more how powerful and and loving and how those promises come forth. Yeah, Yeah. your faith will start to grow to that understanding. Mm. And Mm. I think working through that fear that is how you, you build that faith. It's like, all right, God, yeah, I, I mean, I'm speaking on an extreme example. Like God's sending you over to a, um, 
a country that persecutes Christians. Mm. Like God sends you there and you know for sure that's where he's sending you. Like working through that fear, like I'm scared, Lord, take me through it. I feel like that's the type of thing that really, Mm. yeah, builds that faith. And Mm. that just reliance on God for everything. Like he should be our, yeah, our only, only purpose is to glorify him and to, Yeah, um, yeah, do that. I think it's it's important to note here too that Abraham was the father of faith. Yeah. And one of the key things in Abraham's life was patience. Yeah. So he yeah. he had faith because he believed God's promises. But did they come overnight? No. He waited years. And not even just years, like Abraham was promised that he'd have children the you know, that would outnumber the stars. stars yeah, yeah. And like he'd never live to see that. No, like, he, no, that's exactly right. Hmm. So it's just incredible. I see faith and patience being so similar in that if you have faith, yeah. you've got to believe that God's promise is going to come. You mightn't even see it. Hmm. But it's going to happen. But even like you look at Noah as well, like Noah's told, you know, build an ark yeah and that was it was ages until yeah. the rains the rain came yeah so like how many times through that journey would noah have been sitting there going man am i really doing this for a purpose like yeah. is it ever going to come or like yeah yeah you're, yeah you're so right there i find that story of abraham crazy like, like he was was he he well he was promised the land as well wasn't mm, he or was he just yeah. promised well i'm um, talking about the story of the, of isaac so when he, oh, talk, yeah. so for one, he had faith in the Lord when the Lord said, you know, we, I will give you a child and they couldn't have children. So he gets this child and then, you know, God says, cool, you know, sacrifice him. And then, you know, oh, just if I was put in that situation, that's when your faith would just be like, no Absolutely. way. And that's, that's the kind of stuff that, yeah, that builds faith. And that's perhaps, yeah, why he's that, called the father comes, of faith. And that comes mm. down to a trust, essentially, yeah. because... Yeah, Abraham had trust in that God knew that he was doing, even though Abraham had yeah. no idea yeah. what the heck was going on. So, um, But it's funny that like he didn't question it. He's just like, yep, yeah, no worries. Mm. And he took him up and was full gonna, full gonna do it. Mm. And then, yeah, God interceded. And... So, so can we question God? And um, have faith. And have faith? Yeah. I think so. Like, like you can see in the Psalms, like when David's crying out, and he says, "Why, O oh God, do you yeah. line up these things?" So, like David does it. That, just because David does it doesn't mean it's okay to do. But, but I think, yeah, I think you see it a lot, lot through the Bible. And my biggest thing, like I love Job. Job is just yeah. something that, like that story for me is just whenever I've gone through mm. you know, hardship or whatever. Mm. Not that you can compare it to what Job went through. I mean, that mm. guy. But, put through hell on earth but yeah. he's spent this whole time uh not not denying god or challenging god but instead questioning god not denying who he is and how good he is but but questioning you know why are these things happening what is going on like what are you doing to me like and i find that that concept and what i was looking at through this week when i was researching faith is mm. is is looking at that question can we question god and still have faith in him and, and a lot of what i th- thought and discovered was it all comes down to motive mm. the motive you have behind it like if you're sitting there and you're questioning god with a prideful heart that says mm. i know better than you yeah. or you're questioning god's authority yeah. or who he is um, then no that's wrong like you can't do that because then you're just you're you're questioning God Himself. But if you're sitting there with a the motive of of trying to seek wisdom and trying to seek understanding from God, I think that's fine. I think in our hardship when things are happening to us, like God says He'll be the light into our feet, 
like he's not saying he's going to be the light to our entire surrounds that we can see everything that's going on. Mm. It's literally in this walk of faith that we have. God is that light unto our feet so we can see that mm. next step mm. and questioning God and trying to understand God and seek his wisdom mm. so that we can sort of understand what's going on. Um, I think that takes an incredible amount of faith. Yeah, that's to, it. And if you're, that. if you're asking those questions of God to determine his will, Mm. Like, I yeah. think that's, that's so faithful Absolutely. to ask those questions. Yeah. But if you're, like Nath said, if you're asking them out of a pr- proud yeah. or arrogant mm. kind of fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you see that with Jesus as well. Like, he wanted the Father's will. Mm. Like, yeah. he he might have been scared, like we were talking about before. Because, like, you look in, in Luke, Luke 22, verse 42 I'm going from. It's Jesus he says, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Mm. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Mm. Mm. That's not necessarily, I guess, Jesus questioning God, but just saying like, Lord, if this is an option, I know what I've got to come up against. Mm. If this is an option, like, but not my will, your will. And mm. I think that's a huge thing with faith is, yeah. Is trusting God's will. Like That's right like not knowing what it's going to be necessarily not in little chunks of it but Mm. not seeing the bigger picture but still going yeah like i know you're in control god like i trust you and that can be you know that can be really tough when you know each of us and i guarantee our listeners will have stuff going on in their lives Mm. where it just it feels like everything is kind of spiraling Mm. you know spiraling out of control but to sit in god's promises and rest knowing that he is there. And, yeah. you know, mm. at the end of the day, like Job, it's the perfect story. You can have as, m- you know, as many things going wrong in your life mm. as possible mm. and still know that God is there. And that's all that matters. Yeah. It's such a liberating thing. Yeah. And it gives so much freedom. And that's, you know, Christ has come to set us free. And I believe yeah. that's what he's talking about. Mm. Mm. We can have freedom in knowing that yeah. all we need is Christ. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Absolutely. What do you think about, because we, we look at this concept of faith and us as Christians having faith in God and, and this trust that his will is good and great. What do you think about when uh, Paul talks in, in Corinthians about the spiritual gift of faith as opposed to just having faith as a Christian? That's, you, that's, that's a, really interesting, that isn't it? That is super interesting. I've ne- I, haven't, I haven't thought I much even, about it. Yeah, and I didn't look... No, into that, that didn't come to my... Like, all I, all I would think is that possibly some people have just got that much more trust in God, but it's a, mm. like it's it's through... I have no idea. It's interesting because we like believe... And I think one of the topics we're going to touch on in the next couple of weeks is spiritual gifts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I found it interesting thinking, you know, is there, are there these people who... Because um, we all as Christians are given gifts depending on when the Holy Spirit wants... Mm. Um, us to use them for his will. So are there these people in, uh, you know, our church, our body of Christ that have this abnormal level of faith in God that they just know a hundred percent in their heart. If they ask Mm. God for something, they pray for something that it's going to happen. And like, I don't know. And yeah, like, and if for someone to have that, like the spiritual gifts are for the the building up of Mm. the body of Christ. And for you to see someone that just absolutely would yeah, just have the faith to uproot a mulberry tree and plant mm. it in the sea. That would a hundred percent build up the church. So I think, mm. yeah, then yeah, that is mm. absolutely. It's interesting because yeah. Paul says in Corinthians as well that we are to seek seek these gifts essentially. Mm. And and I know that yeah, spiritual gifts are 
they're not for us to access all the time because that becomes sort of a prideful thing when you say, mm. look, look at me, I can heal people. That's mm, not yeah. the case. Like we are blessed by the Holy Spirit to have that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I think it'd be crazy for us to seek uh, this level of faith yeah. where we, we can just pray and just know that what we're praying for um, is God's will and that it's going to happen. Like, mm. And I think like that's such a such a great take home message is that you know like two Corinthians one says all the promises of God are yes in Christ mm. so all we need to do is accept and trust and yeah. you know we do that through reading the word so like I encourage anyone listening get into your word mm-hmm. write down God's promises mm. absolutely like, you know make them your own because they are yours yeah claim them yes in Christ yeah. believe in His promises. Yeah. And all you're going to do is grow in him. Absolutely. Well, I think that's about us out of time. Thank you for joining us. Uh, next episode, we're going to be talking about spiritual gifts, which we touched on a little bit tonight. Uh, but I am super excited to dive into that and you know look into what our spiritual gifts, do we have them in, in this new covenant? Um, and yeah, go from there. So thanks for joining us. See ya.